Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, everyone. This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director of Wealth Management at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. I'm thrilled today to be uh, with my colleague, Senior Financial Planner, Thad Ismar. And today we want to talk to you about tax credits for families, specifically about the American Rescue Plan Act. Thad, to get us kicked off, tell us a little bit about the American Rescue Plan Act. The American Rescue Plan Act is legislation that was passed this year that included enhancements to the child tax credit and the child dependent care credit. These are tax credits available to qualifying individuals with qualifying children on their tax returns. Great. And then help me understand a little bit more about the child tax credit and the child dependent care credit. The child tax credit is available to those uh, individuals, again, with qualifying children. Nothing needs to be done. If you have qualifying dependent children, then you are eligible for this tax credit on your tax return. The child dependent care credit is a credit tax credit you receive for child care expenses that you incur during the year. And there are certain percentages that are credited to you as a parent. Excellent. So is this different for married or single parents? It is. There are phase-out ranges for these child tax credits. And just to give some background, prior to 2021, in 2017, the child tax credit was increased from $1,000 to $2,000. In 2021, the tax credit is increased to $3,000 for qualifying children and up to $3,600 total for qualifying children under the age of six. The phase-out ranges vary whether you are married or if you're single. And the phase-out ranges prior to 2021 was quite hefty. It was 200,000 for single folks, 400,000 for, for married filing jointly folks. The additional amount, the increased amount for the child tax credit has a lower range. And it's important to note that it's much different than the previous phase-out ranges for the lower tax amounts. The phase-out ranges for the new increased amounts are 75,000 for single tax filers and 150,000 for married filing jointly tax filers. Those are generous ranges. And what qualifies a child to be part of this act? Previously, prior to 2021, a qualifying child needed to be a dependent and under the age of 16. That has increased by one year. Now it is under the age of 17. And so talk to me a little bit about how does this help families now versus the difference of how it worked in the past when it was just a credit on their tax return? It helps in a couple of ways. First, in addition to the child tax credit, the child dependent care credit was increased as well. Prior to 2021, you were eligible to receive a credit of up to 35% of child care expenses of $3,000 for one child or $6,000 for two or more children. That amount has significantly increased to $8,000 per child 
$16,000 for two childs or more. In addition, the percentages have increased as well. So it went from 35% up to 50%. Now those phase out ranges are quite hefty as well. Prior to 2021, the phase out range was 43,000, meaning you started to receive less of the tax credit when your AGI, adjusted gross income, was over 43,000. The change has increased that threshold to 183,000 and it starts to phase out. And if you have an AGI, adjusted gross income of over 438,000, the credit, child dependent care credit is eliminated. It goes down to zero. Next, they also allowed you to receive advanced payments. What this means is you are eligible to start receiving these tax credits because now they are refundable. Refundable means that even if your uh, tax liability is zero, you are still eligible to receive the credit as a payment to you. If your tax liability is more than zero, then it's just offset with this tax credit. Now you don't have to wait to file your taxes to receive these credits. The administration is allowing you to receive them ahead of time and they're starting to phase this out over the next six months. The payments started in July. So if you were eligible for these payments, which were based off of your last tax return that was on file 2019 or 2020, if you filed your tax returns already, you probably already received these payments in your bank account. Uh, if you're married, then each of you will receive one of these payments. They're split between two spouses. If you're single, then you just receive the one payment. So that brings up an interesting question then. If I'm getting, assuming I have children and I'm getting these payments, advance payments as you describe them now, then I'm assuming I don't get the credit on my tax return at the end of the calendar year. Is that correct? That's correct. So if you don't want to receive the credit, you can opt out of receiving the credit. Uh, and why would you want to do this? Well, it's very different than the stimulus checks that you may have received already. The stimulus checks were just payments, meaning you're receiving the income. Uh, it's not a credit, but these credits are replacing the credit you would be receiving on your file when you file your tax returns. Now, it's important to note that these credits may increase, may have been increased for you already, but you're not going to receive them on your tax return. And I've heard this from clients and other folks that they think that these are similar to these stimulus payments but in fact, they're not. So you need to be aware that if you receive these credits now, you will not receive them or be able to apply them to any tax liabilities when you file your tax return. So therefore your tax liability may actually increase. Keep in mind, these are credits. So if you have a tax liability of $2,000 and you get a credit of $2,000, that's dollar for dollar elimination on that tax liability. So if you don't receive your 3,600 or more child tax credits, then you're gonna owe $3,600 more in taxes. So that's an interesting situation. And it reminds me of a few years ago when the tax cuts were enacted, I believe in 2018. And what essentially happened is people were just getting more of their money in each paycheck rather than a big refund at the end of the year. And I, I think I recall when uh, people were getting their 2018 tax return prepared or doing it themselves, they all of a sudden realized, hey, I'm not getting this refund. What happened to my refund? Well, you got your refund. You just got it in a little bit at a time in every single check throughout that year. So this is a similar situation, if I'm understanding you correctly, so people just need to be aware of that. If you're taking the payment now, 
you're not going to get the credit later. That's exactly right. What was happening is tax laws changed, and as a result, the tax withholding tables changed. And so those tables were being used by employers. We don't have to withhold as an employer as much tax as we were before, and whether or not that was correct, or it, it was happening. And as a result, less tax was being withheld from your paycheck uh, every time you received it, every time it was deposited. And then at the end of the year, your tax liability hasn't changed. You just haven't prepaid as much tax as you should have. Therefore, your tax liability at the end of the year has increased, even though you probably paid less in taxes over time because the tax tables actually went down. But sometimes some folks were thinking, wow, I increased my tax liability because I didn't get a refund. I owed two, three, four thousand $4,000. No, overall, you paid less in taxes. You just didn't prepay as much up front. And so if there are folks out there that want to opt out of these uh, payments, and I know you mentioned this a minute ago, um, do, do you know, can you point them in the right direction? How, how do they go about opting out? Is it easy? Is it cumbersome? Do they do it once? Do they do it you know, more than once? Can you share a little bit of information on that topic? Sure. You need to go to the Child Tax Credit Update Portal. That's literally what it's called. It's on the IRS's website. Um, you can go to irs.gov and search for that. Again, it's the Child Tax Credit Update Portal. Um, you'll have to identify yourself. It is cumbersome because you'll need to upload your driver's license. They're going to use facial recognition to make sure that you are who you say you are. You have to do this every month that you don't want to receive the tax credit. Remember that these credits are broken up into monthly checks. So you're going to receive a periodic payment each month. And you have to opt out for each payment. In addition to that, if you're married, you have to you have to opt out, and your spouse also has to opt out. If one doesn't and one does, then you will receive one payment. You won't receive the other payment. You have to do this again every single month that you want to opt out. Great. Well, that is valuable information, Dad, and I appreciate your time today. I thank you all for listening, and I hope you'll come back and listen to another BWFA podcast soon. For questions more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.